The Papercast with Orion Kelly. Welcome to this special series of The Papercast. I'm Orion Kelly. I'm a podcaster, YouTuber, blogger, and autistic advocate. And if you'd like to learn more about what I do, you can visit my website at orionkelly.com.au. Now, in this series, we're looking at the impact the worldwide coronavirus pandemic has had and continues to have on our local businesses across South Gippsland. My guest on this episode is Tanya Hooker, who's a co-supervisor at Kelly's Bakery in Currumburra. Hey, Tanya, thank you so much for joining me. No worries. Now, for the benefit of those listening to the podcast, I'd love it if you could share not only your story to the area, but also your connection with Kelly's Bakery. So about seven years ago, I just dropped in my resume. I'd been working at the pubs as a chef for years previous to that Um, and having a small child I just wanted to change what I was doing so I dropped my resume off and they called me later that day so I worked out the back with the bakers for the first 18 months um, did some of the baking out there and then as the child grew into school I had to change my hours a little bit so I worked out the front so I was just serving and doing a few little jobs like that at the front and in the kitchen And then the new owner took over in 2018 and I've now been put into co-supervisor and I run the kitchen. And have you spent most of your life in the area? Uh, Yeah, so I grew up in the Loch Crowira area um, and I moved to Currumburra when I was 18. So I've been here for a long time now. And fair to say that um, Kelly's Bakery is is kind of as Currumburra as it gets, right? It is, yeah, it is. It very much is. It's been around forever. It really has. You can't yeah. miss it. You, you cannot. No. You cannot miss it, and you have to stop. Yes, you do. A lot of people say they have to stop every time they come through. <laughs> and sometimes the reason is because there are public toilets right behind it. But that's that's a whole other. Uh, that, yeah, that's <laughs> that's, it's a, that's just a benefit, I guess. It is a benefit for us, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to start a conversation, if you can even remember, before you even knew of coronavirus. So let's yep. let's all try and remember because I can't remember that time. But let's, yeah, it's a while ago now. Let's go back to before coronavirus and the pandemic even got near our shores. So how, yep. how was how was regular everyday standard business for Kelly's Bakery? I mean, it's an institution, yep. but how was it? Business was pretty good. It was um, thriving over the years. As the years went on, the busier it got. Um, a lot of staff came through our doors and everything was going really well. Um, new owner took over, like I said, in 2018. And yeah, I can't think of anything negative to say. It was going really well. It's it's a good question to ask just to get a baseline. So basically, yeah. Tanya, we're, we're getting a baseline now and let's start moving forward. Yeah. So we'll talk about the early stages of coronavirus and the pandemic. We're talking before really anything affected our lives. It was just around. What, yeah. what do, did you find were the challenges that were starting to creep in to, you know, your day-to-day life at the bakery? Yeah, so the panic buying of bread started, so we found that hard to keep up. So the bakers had to extend their hours a little bit and um, try and keep up with some bread by doing a couple extra doughs throughout the day. Um, wow. Everyone was starting to come a little bit stressed and a bit frazzled, like staff, customers, everybody. Nobody knew what was going to happen. Yeah, I think the unknown was what, worried people the most yeah i think because we became essential that worked out pretty well for us um taking some pressure off the supermarkets 
but yeah, it was definitely changing. A lot of people were very stressed. And so, I mean, clearly from a business point of view, in, in a way, it, it, it was a bonus, but the, I'm really interested in the panic buying you talked about. This became, yeah. in this stage, this actually became a really big thing. I mean, it got to the point where, yeah. where the Prime Minister literally had to tell people, you know, stop being, stop being so yeah. stupid. Uh, but with regards to panic buying bread, so clearly people are coming in and they think they're not going to be able to get bread, yes. which I guess is kind of a bizarre, a bizarre thought. But so they were, how many loaves of bread were, were people, they're putting it in the freezer, I'm assuming, but how many loaves of bread were people buying? So some people could buy 15 loaves, but it was 15. more so, wow. yeah, there was a couple, but there was more so more people coming in. So the people that would have normally gone to the supermarket yes, yes. would come to the bakery because there was nothing left there. And that makes sense. So we were getting busier purely because of that. So, I mean, a lot of people were coming in just to grab a loaf of bread for the family because they couldn't get yeah. it. So, in other words, yeah. the really but prior to lockdown and prior to all the big restrictions, uh, business yeah. was actually improving as a result. Yes. Okay, well, let's yeah. move on to the first peak. So, the first peak when we had the our first chance at the, the stage three lockdowns, back in the time when, for some reason, we kind of enjoyed the stage three lockdowns as opposed to yeah. the second time. What was the, yeah. what was the impact of those, that first peak lockdown uh, that really went, went right across the state? How did that affect the business after the, the initial phase? Yeah, so our cafe had to close immediately. Um, so that has now been closed for five months. So we only have the bakery section open. So that meant a lot of staff had reduced hours or have lost hours completely, which has been a big shame. Um, so that means less, you know, people visiting to the shop to have a quick check-in because we do have a lot of regulars. So we haven't seen a lot of their faces for a while. Yeah, not not having the answers for everybody was the hardest. Like I had a lot of customers coming in going, oh, when's this going to open back up? And you know, staff messaging me asking, you know, what's going to happen with their pay? They've got no money. Like it, it was really stressful yeah. for a lot of people. But um, that's when we start getting involved with helping the community. So yeah. we started doing deliveries straight away. So we were straight onto that, um, getting local businesses involved because we're all in the same boat. We're all struggling. So that's when... Michelle came up with the idea, that's our boss, to do the Barra Bundle. So that's got like the essentials in it. It has your bread and your milk and things like that. And then she went and approached the butcher at Caranborough Quality Meats and the newsagents and the Grow Lightly. And that's where you get your fruit and veg, your meat and everything. And we did that delivery for, I think we did it Monday to Friday for the first, um, when it really peaked. And that was a big hit. We were doing deliveries from Kalambara to Nayora to Bina to Puong to Langatha, Inverloch, just to keep everybody happy and to stress less. Yeah, and I don't think anyone listening to this podcast is hearing the phrase Burra Bundles for the first time. <laughs> I mean, they're... Yeah, <laughs> they're a big, they've become a big thing. Um, it was huge back then because so many people didn't want to leave the house. And that's what it was there for. We were just trying to ease the community a little bit. We've always been around to support the community, but now we're, like, involved in the community a little bit more. And, yeah, Michelle took that all on board really well, actually. Because the pandemic has forced us to make a lot of changes to the way we go about our life. But with regards to to Kelly's... 
It was forced to make, obviously, changes to the way you guys do business, and you've talked about some of those, so the cafe yep. and there's, yep. there's negative stuff and there's positive stuff. Yeah. How, how did it overall affect the way you guys went about your business? Because it sounds in some ways it actually had a, had a silver lining with regards to your connection to the community. And It has had a silver lining. Um, it's definitely been really good um, – getting to know a lot of other businesses and working with them. Like I only named three that were our staple ones, but we've added on eggs and berries and honey and like there's numerous things we've added into the bundle and it's just the community have really appreciated it. They've appreciated being able to ring up and say, I've got no bread, can I get some bread delivered today? Yep, no worries, we'll do that for you. So it's just, it's been, it's been very good like that in the community. It's phenomenal when you think about it. You guys are just a bakery. You have, you have a cafe and you're a bakery. Yeah. And then something like this comes along, which no one could have predicted. And next thing you know, you know, you are actually servicing the community in a way that people would ne- should never have expected you to to service them. And you don't have to. And it's it's ju- right. it's just a. I mean, how how does that make you feel as a person when you're part of a a business that's actually taking calls from people and going, "Yep, no worries. We'll bring you bread. Th- th- we'll give you a bundle." How how does that affect you? I I love it because I like to be able to help people. Um, I've always been someone that would help somebody if they need it every time. So it's been good to see every person I work with jump straight in and help as well. Like no questions asked. They just want to help. So it's it's been really good. And how's it been for you personally? I mean, are you are you okay? It sounds like it's been very stressful with staff and and you know people not yeah, being no. able to get wages and things. I mean, from you personally with a family, how how yeah. is it how has it been for you? Uh, it's been it's had its challenges. I, I'm a mother of three little children, um, and I work four days a week, and I've become friends with a lot of the staff. So it was hard watching them not know, and I can't help them at all. Like, I couldn't give anyone any answers when they wanted them. I could only give them what we were given. Um, But, I mean, I'm still friends with them all. I still chat with them all. I check in with people often. Um, My kids are all doing fine. I'm still working. So we're we're doing okay. Yeah. But it's just um, I don't I don't honestly actually don't know um, how you do that. I mean, I have kids, you know, three kids. The role you're in, you know, managing people and the community, it's uh, it's an extraordinary it's an extraordinary achievement. And I, I don't actually know yeah. how you uh, how you're still sane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm doing just fine. I've got support behind me when I need it. So, and that's that's all I can ask. Yeah. Now, this has been one of those things where no one could ever have predicted something like this would would hit us, a a kind of a a once-in-a-generation pandemic. And it's really interesting listening to you talk about Kelly's, you know, business was pretty good prior and then in a way it kind of got better and then you had to then then you had to cut back on certain things but you worked out ways of providing the community different services borough bundles is just a phenomenal idea is there yeah have you been able to with you know have you been able to look at the business and and see if if it's had a negative or a positive effect overall i mean purely numbers it, it sounds like it's tricky to it's tricky to gauge that um so we're Obviously, lucky enough to stay open, but our numbers have changed. With the cafe closing for the last five months, we run the salad bar in the kitchen, but the cafe is still down 85%. Okay. Um, the bakery's doing fine, but we're still down. 85% is... Uh, is Just in the cafe. ...is yeah. massive. And, and the yeah. borough bundles, have they been able to fill any kind of gap? 
Um, I a little bit, like they're really like they're great, but Michelle hasn't put a mark up on anything. She just wanted to help the community. For, for, what we pay for the eggs is what she charges the eggs out. Things like that. She hasn't put a mark up on anything. And what that tells me is, you guys, uh, you know, with the cafe, you've lost eighty-five percent down because yeah. of the cafe, but then you've still decided to help the community. And what I'm, what I'm kind of understanding too, which to me is amazing, is you guys are a bakery, but you're putting things in the bundle that you guys do not produce or sell, and then you're yeah. giving it to the community. And so, in a way, it's kind of like you're you're down eighty five percent, but you're not doing something that actually is profit based. It's community no, based. I, it's community based. The whole thing is community I mean, based. That's you could you understand the shock some that I'm I'm conveying when if you talk about, yeah. for example, some a city a city based business. I mean, this is yeah. extraordinary. You're eighty five percent down, and you're yes. you're giving the community things, giving it to them personally from other yeah. shops at no real profit. No, no profit. So, I mean, that's no. that is. That it was is a, just purely to help the com- the community, like the community, because they were so stressed. They were coming in the doors stressed, and Michelle just wanted to help. We all wanted to help. So when she produced it, it just we all jumped in with our ideas, and it just took off. Unbelievable. I mean, yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. How on earth we will be able to work out who can get the Victorians of the Year nominations and Australians yeah. of the Year nominations uh, at the end of this, yeah. uh, everyone in the community. I mean, are you surprised by, by or, or is it just a normal everyday experience in the community how everyone has is, is just helped everyone else? It's been incredible. It's been such a good experience to be involved in like that. Like every business that we've approached, yep, we'll help. Yeah. Yep, we'll do that. Like everybody has helped. It's not just a one-person job. Amazing. Now yeah. let's 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 talk second wave because yep. I guess we didn't really maybe expect or understand there would be a second wave. Certainly not to the situation where we'll be back where we started with stage three. So the second wave has launched and we're in stage three lockdowns. And I guess as opposed to last time, um, your regular weekend city travellers can't even come down. Uh, which yeah, is probably which is probably a, that's a bit different to the last time, isn't it? Because obviously yeah. there's no visitors at all. Well, I mean, there, you know, there are some, but anyway. So, how has the second wave impacted the business? And, and I'm assuming it's impacted in some similar ways and also different ways. What what are those different ways? Was, yeah. yeah. So the weekends have really struggled because we used to have a lot of tourists, and then like we'd have 13 people working a day on the weekends. We now have five. Yeah. And then after school rushes don't exist. So we've had to reduce our hours um, to close earlier because there is just nobody around because obviously school being closed, mm. there is no after school rush. Um, we don't have any of the buses coming through for tourists. Uh, so it's been a little bit different this time. Uh, people have had to get used to the routine of wearing masks and 1.5 and less deliveries because people are coming out to get what they want. But they come, a lot of people ring out beforehand. They come in, pick it up, leave, so it's ready when they get there. Yeah, it's been a little bit different. I'd say it's been a little bit quieter this time. It's been not as much panic buying at all because people understand we're not going anywhere. Mm. We're going to remain open. So it's been a bit different. Um, people aren't as stressed. They're just more reserved, probably a bit more quiet, so they tend to stay home a bit more, which is good because that's what they're meant to be doing. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's it's been a little bit different, but it's we're still here. 
<laughs> yeah, well, it's interesting though how you, you say that people don't seem as stressed, but they might be a bit more quiet. I mean, do you think that that there's people in our community, you know, because we we tend to be pretty private, that they aren't stressed because they're probably a bit depressed, or they're probably they're probably yeah. a bit down and over it. Down and over it, definitely. Like I obviously have a lot to do with people who are homeschooling their children, and I know that a lot of them are struggling. Um, because they're home all the time with all of their kids. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But to have a strict routine and you can't go to the parks and you can't, you know, do what you want to do when you want to do it. So people are not feeling as up and about Mm. like they would normally be. Just so you know, Tanya, there is something something wrong with that. You can say there's nothing wrong with that. No, there is. Staying with your family all day (laughs) without being able to leave, there is something wrong with that. I think that homeschooling puts a lot of pressure on people who have little children. Yeah, Because constantly trying to homeschool and then you've got to run around after little children. And um, I do only do that one day a week. I'm very lucky to only have to do it one day a week. And uh, that's a that's a fun ride on its own. <laughs> it sure is. So what do you think uh, your team have learned from the pandemic that's actually been beneficial for your business going forward? They've had to learn a lot. So probably three valuable lessons. Uh, certainty in uncertain times. Yep. So bakeries were deemed essential. Not everybody was lucky enough to have the business um, or the knowings of what's going on. So we were lucky enough to have that. Um, We knew we would be able to continue to operate. So my team, our team, was really good. So they all knew what to do, when to do it. The value of community, Kelly's has been a big part of um, the community for years, just like supporting the clubs and the schools and, you know, people coming in for a donation for this and that. But we're not just servicing the community anymore, but we're supporting it. That's our main thing. Um, So now we're obviously partnered with local businesses and people, so we're delivering a better service. Um, um, It's good to see people's happy faces when you open their doors. Yeah, 100%. Um, The next one is we're not a competition. We're all in it together. So we're just all doing the best we can. We're all trying to survive it, Um, like doing home deliveries and things like that and trying to incorporate everybody the best that we can. So everybody's learnt a lot of lessons through this, but the main one I think is just work together. And isn't it's it great? Isn't it great we can actually learn beneficial lessons from such We've a hard experience? Yeah. yeah, I know. But I guess if you just look at the positives of it, I'm a bit of a positive person. I've always looked at the positives of things. I find that things have slowed down a little bit, so you mm. can spend more time just have some downtime. Don't not everything's a rush. You don't have to rush here and there like you would before. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's one thing I've I've definitely learnt from it. The earth has been given a deep breath, and so have yeah. we. And so have we. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just take a moment and just make the most that we can. If you want to paint that room, paint that room. Exactly. Like, no, absolutely. Look at things like that. Not I can't leave these four walls. Do some gardening. Mm. The weather's not the greatest at the moment, but you know, try and find something positive to do. Absolutely. No, I think that's that's absolutely right. And more broadly, how have you seen the impact that coronavirus has had on uh, obviously the the Currumbara business community and obviously the you know the local business community across South Gippsland? Yeah, the main thing is there's just less people, less people up the street, more car parks empty. Like it's just everyone has had to make changes to get through it, closing or changing opening hours. 
less staff, which I think we're lucky enough to have JobKeeper because there's been a few staff members that haven't been able to come back to work at all. Um, so I'm, I'm, I feel a little bit more at ease knowing that they're still getting some support. People's mindset, shopping local, supporting local, there's been a lot more of that. Let's buy local because we can't go anywhere. And then they've realised, oh, a lot of people didn't realise our bakery was connected to the cafe. So that's something we've a lot of people here have learnt as well. But we're all just trying to get through it. Yeah, and that yeah. makes and that makes total sense. What would, yeah. you, what would you say to the local community listening to this podcast about supporting local businesses and the importance of it going forward? Community is everything. Literally, we can't run without the community. It's, we want to support. It's Catch twenty three. Work yeah. together. Yeah, it, it is what it is. You, they say it takes a, a village to raise a child, but it takes a community to survive a global pandemic. Just basic stuff. Really. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's just just got to ask for help when you need it. There's always someone around. We just got to work together. Well, hey, it's been fantastic chatting i really do appreciate your time and i think what you guys have been able to achieve and have done for the community is just it's just unbelievable it's such a great story and i really appreciate you sharing it, it. i'm really proud of it you should be yeah <laughs> you should be you should be proud, really of, proud of everybody <laughs> proud of yourself and proud of your team it's just phenomenal well I done am. it's a it's yeah. been a great it's been a great time talking to you and hearing your story and thank you for sharing it with us well, no worries i'm happy to share my guest on this episode was tanya hooker a co-supervisor at Kelly's Bakery, Currumburra. Thanks for listening to this special coronavirus pandemic series of the Papercast. We will continue to explore the impact of the pandemic on our local businesses right across South Gippsland in the next episode. In the meantime, you can like the Papers page on Facebook or visit papernews.com.au. And if you'd like to contact me directly, you can send me a message via my website at orionkelly.com.au. Until next time, I'm Orion Kelly, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Papercast. South Gippsland News. Tradition online. The Paper.